This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Thank heavens it does. Thank heavens it really works. That's right. My name is Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. Yes, a real tourist trap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Throw your hands up in the air for Van Nuys, baby. Big the V. V for victory. Yes. All right. That's actually something we just learned from our guest who will be coming up a little later. Yes. Um, in the meanwhile, we want to thank Patreon folks for supporting the show, contributing at, at patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. It's very helpful. It keeps this. Uh, it's great to circulate money, isn't it, Daryl? It sure is, because it ble- and when the money circulates, and that's another thing we want you to get into habit. Stop using the word spend. Yes. Use the word when you think, "Oh, I'm spending." No, I'm circulating yeah. money, and just know that it's going out and it's blessing the people because it really is showing appreciation. His money right. is an exchange of appreciation. Yeah. You know, I appreciate these things at Home Depot. So I'm going to exchange it with this. Right. But then it doesn't stop there because as it circulates, it, that appreciation grows with each and every person as it yeah. moves through right. its lifetime until it circulates back to us yes. multiplied with even more blessings. Yeah, that's something that we learned from Reverend Ike. I recommend yes. uh, We recommend anyone who wants something, a boost in consciousness, especially around money. Check out Reverend Ike on YouTube. Um I was just telling you a little trick that I've been using lately that wasn't really a trick. It just slipped into my mind, which is when I see people and, you know, used to say, oh, I appreciate that. Someone gave me something, whatever. Some, I, now I say, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. There's something way more profound. Or they, I, it's so simple, but there's, it's more saying, I appreciate your being, the act of you thinking of me, yes. all of this yes. more than just this little thing, this yeah. little, that's like with money. It's like, I appreciate you for circulating this and yes. we appreciate you uh, for being a part of the show in this yes, way. Yes, you really are a part of the show. If you contribute to this show in any way, you are a part of this show because we wouldn't be able to do it without you. Yeah, and you're a part of Chobo Studios as well because then we circulate that through. And uh, so thank you. Again, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We'd like to thank all of our listeners. Uh, if you ever want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, Nine zero two three two. Yes, you can uh, email us if you go to DarylAndEd.com. There's a contact form there. Very easy. Or you go to our funniest thing fan page on Facebook. You can message us there. And we got a, a message from uh, 
Lisa Schmidt this in week. In Lansing, Michigan. In Lansing, Michigan. And Can you believe this? All the way from there. Well, first, as you're looking for that, i got to say this. So last week's episode was with Mark Hicks. Mark Hicks. And what was the title of the show? <laughs> What was the title? Get your kicks with Mark Hicks. I'll find that while you anyway, talk about tell it. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. No, that was Kathy Norman. All right, go ahead. So anyway, last episode was with My Mark bad. Hicks, and he was talking about how it's. I just want to sell. I just want to celebrate with Mark. Yeah, I just ah, want to celebrate one. with Mark Hicks. And in that episode, you'll hear Mark Hicks uh, reinforce or reassure us what we're doing here and how. We don't realize, like we're not in the we're not in the distribution business. We're in the sharing business, and Google, YouTube, they're distributing right. to those who desire it, which is an amazing thing in modern times that we have. Yes, that that, that, that never existed before. Yes, yeah, so the people who want it can have it because mm-hmm. if you want it and look for it you'll get it you'll yes. find us or you'll find whatever it is Truth you're looking Unity. for net yeah so right after the show ed was saying to me because we were both high on that relaxed approach right. to what right. we're doing right that our job is just to continue to share these truths that work miraculously right. in our lives that we're so in awe about them that we're excited to share right. them with you and then let it go Yes. And after the show, it's like, going, you know, there really are probably so many more people that we don't even know that are being blessed that have found our show, listened to it. Yes. You know, because we're not popular by the big name standards, but the people who want it find it and they're probably being blessed by it. That same day, we get several things happened. We get this email, which Ed's going to read. And we also received from that's from Lansing, Michigan. Later on that day, two of our friends from Oakland happened to be in town for a conference. Yeah, Alameda to be exact. Alameda, which is Glenn and Sarah Brewster. Mm-hmm. So Sarah wanted to take a picture with me and Ed, which miraculously came together because Ed and I were not together that night. Right. And just a series of serendipitous. A lot of so everything you tried to do was closed until you got. Like 15 blocks from my house. Yeah. Which gave me just enough time to join you while uh, my wife was making some food for my son. For my, my son was in town. Yeah. Well, the, we, whole, the, the timing of the whole thing yeah. was just crazy. So we had no idea. Now, this is after the show. We just said we get this letter from a stranger in Lansing, which Ed's going to read. And then Sarah says, tells us why she wants to take this picture with the two of us. Yeah. Because a friend of hers who's in Italy... Asked Sarah if there's any podcast she could listen to while she's doing business in Italy and then Paris. And Sarah recommended Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Yes. This woman has become so blown away and uh, blessed by the things we share on the show. Yeah. That she couldn't stop telling Sarah, thanking her profusely. So Sarah wanted to show us together in a photo for her friend in Italy. Yes. And I'm going, Ed, can you believe this? Just this morning after the show, just this afternoon, yes. you were saying there are probably people we don't even know that are being blessed by our show. Yes. And that very same day, it was amazing. We, get in, we get All news, the way from Alameda. We get news from Alameda, from Italy, from Lansing, Michigan. I mean, 
folks, this stuff is working. Yes. Whether or not you're always aware of it working, it's always working. Yes. But when we think about it working or practice the presence of God, yes. well, then that brings up these good feelings within ourselves because the belief starts growing. Yes. And that good feeling just attracts more of these good things. Yes. I will send that picture that we took with Glenn and Sarah to Indy. So hopefully he can drop that in on the screen. If you tune oh, in yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I'll put it way. in. What's that? Yeah, I'll put it in the show. Okay, yeah. great. So if tune in on YouTube. You'll get to see that picture. If you didn't know, there's a YouTube channel with full episodes. Please tune in, subscribe, like the videos there. This stuff is amazing. And you get to see all the art and things that our fans send us and uh, yes. the great shirts. My wife didn't even know what the show is about today. And, and she got, found this shirt called It's Miracle Season. It's about at the time. store today or this week. So anyway, so Lisa uh, reached out about joining us on the air and um, as a guest is who teaches a course in miracles and we said fantastic and then um, she told us about how and this is a stranger to us yeah we she, never met Lisa Schmidt before she'd been listening since March loved the show noticed a, we talked about a course in miracles yeah and said how much it benefits her and how she's been teaching it and how we never really focused directly on a course in miracles and how she would love to do a show with us yeah so we said great we gave her the date which will be november 12th um but then 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 she sent us an email that a follow-up a follow-up told us about how lisa ended up reaching out to us which is quite amazing because she said my my course in miracles teachers and my unity minister have been asking me to teach more i had a bit of fear around doing that I recently had an aura reading done, and the lady said, you're holding back on something. And wow. I knew it was teaching. Don't you love this stuff? I went for a walk <laughs> on my work break one day and said, Holy Spirit, I want to teach because I've learned so much in my life that others can benefit from. Yes. What do you want me to do? And so she felt the answer come down like a gentle rain. Contact Daryl and Ed. I was like, what? You don't want me to start small at Unity? And she said, I've put off asking for about five weeks now. Too funny. There is nothing to fear. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We're in God's Rolodex. We are in God's Rolodex. That's the amazing (laughs) part. But the other amazing part is it's an excellent example of how to practice this stuff. Because we've often shared with people from our own experience, you know, if you have a heart's desire, you'll never lose the opportunity. That's right to um, take advantage of that. And what I mean is, if it feels like this is something you'd like to do, but there's some fear, like in Lisa's case, you know, just turn it over. But if it keeps coming up and keeps coming up, I can guarantee you, when you take that next divine indicated action, like she received, it's always perfect. It's always perfect. The time wasn't lost. Right. And the right person at the right time, and you're guided to them, and you're like, wow. So if you think you've been putting something off, and now you're going, well, it's too late. No, it's never too late. I know. I'm sure Lisa did not expect that she would immediately get a response with a date for her first email from her first request, which was only like a few weeks from now. So we love this stuff. And, you know, the Unity Movement was started by people who – follow their intuition if someone seemed like they'd be good at a job they would send them over there to do it 
you know, James Dillard Freeman running the ministerial program, he said he had never even read the whole Bible all the way through. <laughs> he was just reading it a week at a time. Ahead of the class. But they said, you'll be good at this. You do it. And when we function in this way, following our intuitive leads, it seems silly when we're used to thinking about things in a serious, heavy whatever blah 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 pros and cons but man it's like lightning when we say yes to our intuitive yeah. hunches it's not it's not no. silly at all it's actually coming from a much more informed wise yeah. inspired energetic place than we often give it credit for and i must say the ability follows always like every time i've been thrown into a situation that i thought would be great but then oh boy they picked me for this the ability that I didn't even know I had follows because it was all divinely orchestrated. All I needed to do was to be open enough to receive it. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. And our, accept it. Uh, the saying came up this week that our father, my father's house has many mansions. And yes. our father, one way of looking at our father is our, our imagination, our creative mind has many rooms. When we're thinking small we forget all the other rooms. We forget what we know. We were listening to Catherine Ponder talk about prosperity and how once she started teaching this class, people would find money they forgot they had. They'd find an account they didn't realize. There's so much good about us, especially when we're thinking small. We forget how amazing and talented and dynamic we are. So let's keep rolling here. Yeah. Glenn Brewster sent, also sent us uh, uh, an email about their friend Stacy. Her, him and Sarah's friend Stacy. In 1976, she was involved in the New Thought Movement, but her father had been involved in New Thought Movement for before that, and she forgot all about it, speaking of forgetting, but started listening to you again, and it was very powerful to have it all reawakened and inspired her to go back and track down some of her father's old books. And she, they sent us a photo. She put out a photo of, this Fox and of such. all these old books her dad read that she kept and now she I'm, I'm assuming is digging into them too again alright we're gonna go we gotta get on with the show Kathy Lipoff yes. thank you for messaging us Daryl you sent one of those what $100 bills or? yes I sent her a beautiful $100 bill that I also sent Kathy now I'm gonna have to send Nancy one okay cat's out of the bag and she said so excited <laughs> to come home to find prosperity in my mailbox thank you so much I'm listening to you pray right now a big thank you to you and Ed for recommending you pray. I love it. Speaking of which, um, shout out to Silent Unity, the prayer line, 800 now pray, 800 669 7729. And they have an app, the letter U, the word pray. What uh, Kathy was referring to is if you call Silent Unity, you could press number two. There's already a, there's a pre recorded prayer yeah, that you that's can what listen she does, to. Yeah. And that's what she was referring to. If you're like not quite ready to pray with a real person in, in real time, but I recommend pressing one. You can pray for anything big or small. Actually, it's our job. We're always praying. It's the, it's the constructive use of our creative potential. Um, I want to, before we read the show description, thank you to Jeff, uh, our chief engineer out in Kansas City, Kansas. What's He's, his name? His name's Jeff Comfort. And each, each week, week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes. Big thanks to Indy Fawcett over here at Chobo Studios. Thank you, buddy. Choby Fawcett. Choby Fawcett. Check Choby One Kenobi. You, <laughs> you want to come on out, go to Chobo's, Chobo, what is it? Chobostudios.com? Yep. How oh, yeah. I forget? Chobostudios.com, podshuttle.io. You could use our studios, or if you don't live in California or Los Angeles, we'll still do your stuff, your podcast for you. So uh, podshuttle.io, Chobostudios.com. Great. They work in tandem, <laughs> baby. Great. And on with today's show, which is called Expect More from Your Prayers with Nancy Norman. Be a realist. 
Expect more from your prayers. Be a realist. Treat God as real and prayers as real and faith as real and trust as real. The power of your prayer depends upon the amount of faith or joyous expectancy that you yourself have in it. God is responsible for results. All we're responsible for is trust and affirming of this trust. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to delight in knowing that God will bring it about in spite of your doubts and enjoy anticipating in what wonderful way he will do it. And during the second segment, Unity Minister, no-nonsense Nancy Norman, strengthens our believing power with today's daily word, unlimited. Let's do a few breaths to kick this off. (laughs) We're going to do a few breaths, ladies and gentlemen. This is based on who, buddy? Oh, this is a wise man from South America. Yeah. Well, he, not no, no. He well, it's kind of on a, on your way to South America. You may have passed the sage. Baja California. Yes, it might have been. Yes, Frito Bandito. Oh, you know his name. Yes, he okay. was a big man in the advertising world. And for he a shared while. some great tre- uh, truths. Yes, the original lyrics to that. What was it? Cheetos, Fritos. Fritos. Yes, Frito. It makes sense. Frito Bandito, right? Yeah. So the original lyrics were very affirmative to that commercial. Yeah, oh, his. Well. You mean yeah, his his chant or what's it called? Mantra. What was his? What's the one that they turned it into for the show? For the show, they I mean, used for the, the commercial. Uh, what was the commercial? Ay 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 ay. I'm Frito Bandito. Yeah, I'm the Frito Bandito. But we uncovered the real affirmative lyrics. Yes. And we're gonna sing those now. So let's take a deep breath. Okay, ready. Ah, my prayers set me free, though. My prayer set me free, though. Ah. Ah. I'm not afraid. Yes. My prayer set me free, I feel so free right now. Yes, indeed. Speaking of free, um, set yourself free with a morning routine. (laughs) Yes, yes. Get up, read some inspired words. Do some meditation. Affirm some good for your life for crying out loud. Yes. Stop rehearsing that old sad sack. Turn into the God-given gift that you are, the amazing person. Man, I was rehearsing some sad sackery when I first woke up today. Like a little boy putting on my suit to go to my own funeral. Oh, my God. Wait, that was probably my funeral because I had that blue streak going up my arm. (laughs) We'll tell you about that real quick. So, uh, yeah, but uh, what... This morning we read from A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen on October 22nd. Healing is available to you now unless you believe the will of God takes time, Mr. Fazzaro. That's from <laughs> A Course in Miracles. And he said, so he was leading a meditation and he, this occurred to him. Know that we live in a rich and abundant universe. All the good you seek is available and on its way to you. Just open your heart and your mind and let it flow. Says a trunk, a trucking company on the East Coast, has huge letters painted on the side of its trailers. G-O-D. Guaranteed overnight delivery. Indeed, God is capable of guaranteed overnight delivery in far more miraculous ways than any worldly enterprise. When the results we seek do not come about, it is not because the universe is incapable of delivering them. We may not be ready or willing to receive them. 
We may harbor doubts about our, our worthiness. We may, we may have bought into the limitation thoughts of others. That was me this morning. We may fear that our life will change if we su- su- succeed, or we may hold some subconscious belief that we need to suffer to be happy. Ugh. Yikes. None of these notions are true, and we must rid them from our consciousness to make way for the success we desire. Another way we separate ourselves from our good is with the belief that the will of God takes time. It does not. You can manifest your good now if your heart is open to receive it. It says there's no way your blessings can be separated from you if you affirm in your gut, yes, I accept. And then here's some good affirmations. Show me that love is here now. Help me be open to receive all you will give me. I accept the love of God and all my good into my life now. And I got two uh, quick readings. One's from Catherine Ponder. Now, listen, folks, if you have, uh, what's it called? Mac Music? Apple Music? Apple Music. If you have Apple Music, you could actually listen to Catherine Ponder in her own voice. There's a whole album of her lectures. Yes, and it's free on to listen to. Oh, it's fantastic. And hearing her in her own voice. I find it, yeah, yeah, it's much more powerful for me. She's got a great accent, like Texas, Uh, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. I love that accent. Okay. This is from her book, Dare to Prosper. It's another little thin one you can keep in your briefcase, purse, or glove box. Yeah. And it says, when we realize that we can gain control of substance through our attitudes, it is as though we gain control of our financial affairs rather than feeling subject to them. Yes. As we gain this freedom of dominion... This feeling of dominion, we no longer feel financially bound, limited, or discouraged. We know that we have the power to change whatever needs to be changed by changing our attitude about it. Yes. This is key, folks. As we begin to appreciate rather than deprecate substance, it seems to begin working very hard to please us and to meet our needs. As we think of it, As the one and only reality in our lives, substance then has the power to work for us in unlimited ways for our greatest good. And let me read this one quick, and then we got an Emmett Foxer. This is from a book called Prove Me Now by Gardner Hunting, who I found out was not only a a practicer of this way of life. This is a Unity publication. You can get it used on Amazon. He was also a screenwriter and... uh, he was an amazing man. Like, he wasn't just a guy. Wow. He wasn't a success salesman. I mean, this guy was like a, a successful um, author, a screenwriter. He had a film company. Right. So uh, That's the thing about this stuff, man. Don't be worried. Because when I, I first started finding my way into New Thought, I was raised Catholic. And um, I was kind of, like, lost for a while trying to find this stuff. And I was super bummed when I started going to these, like, coaching things that were, like, I thought they were – because they were t- teaching kind of New Thought stuff. But – it was all like how then I could run events and become a coach, but I didn't want to become a coach. I wanted to take this stuff into my life to do yes. what I do. Yes. And I'm a school teacher for now, you know, whatever, all these things. And that's I wanted that kind of magic, you know? Yes. And that's what we found in Unity and in this new thought movement. It's you be you. And you don't even have to make a you share this stuff because it transforms your life. You're going to get yeah, you're going to be prosperous. You don't have to be prosperous selling 
these ideas, this doesn't you're going to yeah. be prosperous in whatever you're doing if you live by these ideas. Right, because this doesn't put you into a fishbowl where you only have to hang out with other people who label themselves in certain ways. This takes you out of every fishbowl and puts you into the ocean, abundant ocean yes. of reality, which is available everywhere at any time. Wow, Ed came up with a great metaphor. That was very... Uh it must have been Garner Edwardian. I think so. <laughs> That's why they call me Ed the Word. Okay, so this is from Prove Me Now. Listen to this, folks. This yes, is sir. the whole key. There need be no fear that it will not work. Actually, faith is the only thing that does work. Always, according to your faith, the outcome will be unto you. Because that is the way the universe is made. All you have to do is to realize it. For when we realize it, we shall act upon it. And when we act upon it, we shall realize it. What we give out comes back to us multiplied. Yes. You know, that's so funny because remember I mentioned uh, appreciate. I appreciate you using that rather than I appreciate that or yes. saying I appreciate you. And the other day I was telling my friend about this. Then that evening, uh, you know, how we, and he was like, wow, that feels really good putting that out there. I appreciate you. Yes. And that night I decided – kind of like seemingly unrelated i was just like you know what i'm going to tell that mom of that student that's been having a hard time but he's had some great success right. this week i'm just going to email his mom I'm, I'm going to text his mom and tell her please tell so and so we really appreciate the work he's doing at school and because i knew she would be blessed by that yeah he of course would. and it keeps the momentum going yeah and and, and and that blesses me in turn so the the thing is, she sent me a text saying, "I will tell him." Blah, blah, and the last thing she said is, "I appreciate you." The it very thing right I had been back. putting out and telling came right back. It, it comes it right just, back. It was like God was like, "See it? It's coming. It's working. It's because, working." Yeah. So here's a good reminder. That's prove me now. That's prove me now. Here's a good reminder to get us into the break. Yes. And then uh, we're gonna have Nancy Norman with us when we come back. But this is from Emmett Fox, and this is actually. What kicked it off the the, the whole show? The show week. because I read this last week because uh, I, I read the the readings the night before as well because you know when I'm going to school sometimes I'm so tired. No, in the it's morning. good to have that nightcap. We've yeah. said this before because what we put into our minds right before we go to sleep, the subconscious is like yeah. wet cement. So it's like right. writing something in wet cement. Right. So it's always good. Just two pages. We say this all yeah. the time. Just two pages of spiritual literature. Right. That's it. Before you go to bed, right. will make a significant difference Big in time. your next day, in the following day, in yeah, your life. And, and when I choose to read the the, the readings, we're going to read the next day. It like prepays my brain so that when I read it again the next in yes. the morning, especially because, like I said, I, I wake up for school and such. So it just kind of helps me be ready to receive it the next day, and yes. I get a boost when I'm reading it. Uh, but on October eighteenth. In Around the Year with Emmett Fox, he said, Mental drudgery is not prayer. Amen. And the first line is, Expect more from your prayers, which is where we got the title for today's show. I immediately said to Daryl, I texted him. He goes, This will be a great show title. And I go, That's perfect for Nancy Norman. Yes. <laughs> Expect more from your prayers. The power of your prayer depends upon the amount of faith that you yourself have in it. To pray in the spirit that even if this prayer does not do any good, at least it can't do any harm, is not really to pray at all. Have enough faith in the love of God to believe that a short, heartfelt prayer yes. is yes. just as good as a long one. Too long of a session of prayer usually means that in your heart you really doubt the love of God and think that a great deal of effort and toil will be necessary to move him. 
Pray quietly and sincerely for a reasonable time and then leave the matter expecting success. And let me just read this next part from the next day, which is called prayer. Um, prayer is always the answer. Yeah, it's always the answer. This is the real good news right here. Prayer is always the solution no matter what kind of difficulty may be facing you. No matter how complicated your problem may seem, prayer can solve it. Prayer is constantly bringing about the seemingly impossible. There's no conceivable problem that has not at some time been solved by prayer. When we remember that God really is omnipotent, untrammeled by by what we call time or space or matter or the vagaries of human nature, it's easy to see that there can be no limit to the power of prayer. You can pray about a problem and solve it at any stage. Yes. But of course, the earlier you tackle it, the easier your will your work be. We were, uh. And we were saying you, on the way here, Emmett Fox talks about that this stuff is really about practicing the presence of what we call God. Yes. Practicing all that. And, and Eric Butterworth said, unity is not a religion. It's a way of seeing things. So it's not even, you're not part, like it's, the word unity was chosen because it's supposed to point to a frame of reference through which we see the world, which, which Emma Fox would call the presence of God. Um, so prayer is practicing yes. seeing the oneness and the yeah. wholeness of life. It's practicing seeing through the eyes of who we really are, which is amazing. Nothing we could have ever done on this earth can change our divinity. That's all a lie. It's all based on misunderstanding. We are whole and perfect. This is what has healed Daryl and I and continues to heal our lives and continue to heal the lives of many. We can't really change our nature. We cannot. We can only learn to cooperate with it. We can only learn to step out boldly and be amazing and recognize, show up as that amazing. Instead of this small role that we may have believed we had to play. Yeah. We show up as dynamic, ama- and in- amazing people, and sometimes that could be—you could still be relatively quiet if you like—but there's a dynamic power radiating yes. from you that just transforms everything and everyone you come in contact with. That's why I'm so like the reason I think that fishbowl comment came out because that almost killed me. I didn't—I was being exposed when I was being exposed to these principles, and then I was being told that I had to then go back into a fishbowl to use them or hang, like. That's not what I like. The one good, the, one of the great things I got from my Catholic upbringing was learning about Jesus. Didn't like he walked anywhere and everywhere and used principles to transform anything. And he was afraid of no one and nothing. And I wanted to be like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's a that's the kind of superhero hero Daryl and I aspire to be. Aspire to be. Yes. Well, All right. Are we ready? We got another half coming up. Yeah, coming up next. Unity Minister, no-nonsense, Nancy Norman, strengthens our believing power with today's Daily Word, Unlimited. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
Yes, we're into the second half of Expect More From Your Prayers with our guest, Nancy Norman. Oh, boy. But Ed has a quick little something to read. That's right. This was sent to us in the email box by Sue Hodgson, who sends us an inspired email every morning with great new thought teachings. Her email is S. Hodgson, that's H-O-D-G-S-O-N 31 at gmail.com if you want to be on that list. And she said... From Mary Cupferly in Trust in the Goodness of God, which is a lot about what the show is about. Take heart, dear friend, and know God's good is at work for you. Where you are, you are immersed in God's presence of good. God, who brought you into this life, is sustaining you now. Spirit, soul, and body. There's nothing that's too much for you to expect or desire, or too small or seemingly insignificant for you to ask of God. God's good is at work for you now and in every circumstance, every person, every place, everything you see, hear, touch, feel, and experience. Your your good is always ready for your acceptance. I believe this for myself and for you. And that is by Mary Cupferly, Trust in the Goodness of God. You know, I just realized when I first got into teaching, I never thought I would 25 years ago working with students with autism. I used to really have trouble reading in front of people. Like, I would be very nervous. And I'm just thinking now, like, that training, like, prepared me to be able to read that on this show on a regular basis. It's just amazing how, like, you know, God's always, like, life is always setting us up for things that we know not of. Well, it also means that by you living this way, we're always changing and growing. Because some people can remain with that terror for a lifetime. So true. So, so this morning I was very excited about the show. Uh, Lori had a, my that's my wife, Lori. I She's, thought we were bringing Nancy in. Oh, well, Nancy's in, but I want to tell her the story. I know, so but Nancy, let's bring her oh, in. Oh, let's bring her in. Yeah, then you could tell her the story. We want to th- welcome our guest, so she's not standing in the green room uh, for any longer. Have your mic on. Yeah, she's from Florida. Um, there you are. I heard been you. a minister for uh, a good length of time. She's too young to have been a good length of time. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't. We don't. You need to get on YouTube and check out the amazing Nancy <laughs> Norman. We get to check her out every time she comes on the show. We're so happy you're here, Nancy. How are you? I am doing great, and I want you to know, the Bible says, and the children will lead them. Mm. Well, guess my daughter was a Unity minister before I was. Wow. wow. Yes, she's been a unity minister longer than I have. Wow. And when she went into the ministry, I thought, oh, how wonderful, because I love this teaching. Not in a million years thinking that I would be following the child. That wow. is so crazy. the child I have. What's crazy, too, is we have a story at the end of your segment about you and Kathy um, that you're going to want. Uh, um, but now that you're here, Mom and Norman, can you please listen to Daryl's story of feeling <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I love Mama Norman. Yes, so do I. <laughs> so, uh, hot mama. Yeah. Hot so, mama Norman. <laughs> so the, uh, <laughs> that's why the Frito Bandito visited us earlier. I love that Frito Bandito singing, I will tell you. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, what happened this morning, I, I told Nancy while well, we were together early before the show, but for the sake of our audience... 
I woke up this morning at 7. My wife, Lori, does not wake up like I do. She wakes up like Snow White in the Enchanted Forest. I think that's why we get along. <laughs> We're total opposites. I mean, she wakes up happy. Wow. I, it's just she's one of those people. I wake up a grumbler like Ed, and I, you know, there's all sorts of things going on. I may not express it outwardly, but in my head, I'm just constantly getting myself, like, reassuring myself, Daryl, once you have your coffee and you sit down and start readings, all this is going to change for the better. You don't express it outwardly unless for some reason your phone's nearby and you start texting friends. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this morning, I noticed, like yesterday I got bit. By uh, a couple of bugs, like spiders on my arm, right? And one's swollen up pretty bad, and the other one's minor. So I didn't think anything of it. You know, I've been bit by spiders before. Right. And Where I go, are you battling with these spiders? In your bed? <laughs> no, they're not in the bed. They happen somewhere outside. Okay. Maybe on my hike. Right. Could be those mosquitoes that are all over L.A. right now, too. Whatever it is. Uh I, go, I just thought, okay, well, it's no big deal. Right. You know, I've been be bitten before. I haven't died. So I'm just going to go to bed, do my thing, and not even give it a second thought. Right. Until this morning when I woke up. And Lori's already up. She has an early photo shoot. And, you know, my arm's really itching like hell. And I look at it, and there's a blue streak, like a dark blue streak, like, you know, your vein when you could see it. And then there was like a big... I don't know if that, oh yeah, here's our audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah, YouTube can see it. So there's like a blue streak I'm showing on YouTube, like right from this bite going down, and then like a big puddle of like a bruise here. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, this does not look good. And of course, I remember some nightmare where some guy told me a story, like, oh, I made it to the hospital just in time. I was bitten yeah, by, sure, sure. I was bitten by a, yeah. a whiskey miscuit. Yeah. And, uh, the line down the arm is, everyone's got a terror story. About yeah, the so line yeah, down the, the classic line down the arm. If it, so Lori's just like, well, when'd you get bit? She's like, no big deal person. She knows when not to panic. I panic about things you shouldn't panic about, but I do not panic about things you should panic about. All right. Which made me good in the military, sure. but it's terrible for everyday living. Right, right. So <laughs> yeah. They're like, Bizarro, why are you so calm? Something about like a real panic situation, my emotions just shut down oh, and yeah. I get reasonable. Right. I think it was from growing up with my dad. But anyway, <laughs> um, this thing starts pooling up over here in my arm. So I show Lori, and she goes, eh, well, when'd you get bitten? I go, well, I don't know, noon, maybe at night. She goes, that's not too far. If it gets worse, you know, and I said, oh, okay. You know, this doesn't seem good, even though she's reassuring me. Right. And then later on, I show it to her again because I'm not really believing. I don't really have my faith muscle going yet. And she goes, I go, you never see anything like this before? She goes, well... No, never with a spider bite, but I did see it with a cat bite because she works with animals. Yeah. And she goes, you know, it went up the arm, but it, they say if it gets to your heart, then it's pretty bad, which is the wrong <laughs> thing to tell me. I yeah. mean, to her, it's not a big deal. To me, so I go, I better go to urgent care because she goes, if it goes up past here, then go to, a, go to the emergency. Right, sure. So anyway, I look and urgent care doesn't open till nine. Yeah. This is seven AM folks. Do you know what can go on in my head between <laughs> seven AM and nine? You know? But I have no recourse but to believe in God. So I do my routine. I let Ed know. I give Ed the heads up. Like it looks like at nine I may 
go to yeah. urgent care just so he knows. You didn't say may go. You go, I'm, I got a spider bite. I'm going at 9 a.m. to urgent care. And I said. <laughs> the truth comes out. And I affirmed. The truth I'm affirming it is clear and healed. And I, I texted that out and I went back to bed. So then I go to, you know, go to just proceed as normal. You know, I go into, I realize seven till nine is a long time. And then it starts dying. Wait a minute. People live before 1942 without antibiotics, just fine. And if something like this happened, they would have to have faith that their daughter, if she got bit, or themselves, right. it's going to heal. God's going to heal it. <laughs> yes. And for some reason, that, that amount of faith, and that's a good amount of faith that if someone else you know has been through it, or if you could historically just remind yourself of a miracle you've been through— Somehow it opens up the way. Right. And I just, plus I was thinking about, oh, do I really want to go to urgent care? How long am sure, I sitting sure. there? Are they going to be, it's Saturday morning. Are there yeah. going to be people with hangovers there for no reason? Right. You know, so I just threw the whole thing out the window. I take a shower. I get my oatmeal. And I decide, let me look at my arm. The whole blue thing is gone. Gone. Yeah. You know what's amazing? When I woke up from my nap, second sleep, I, look, I, I looked up, I saw Charles Fillmore's book, Jesus Christ Heals, and I was like, that thing's gone. And right then I look at my phone, and boom, we're what back to business. You? You, okay. said, you said it's cleared right after I looked and at I that. I said miraculously. Yeah, because I sent it yeah. to Lori, too. I said it miraculously. If you saw this, Lori saw it. I mean, it was like a bruise yeah. in here. And I had texted you, there's no infection in the mind of God. And the it perfect was perfect that you said it. infection because I thought antibiotics. Can we talk to Nancy Norman? Let's get Nancy on. But this, this is pretty is miraculous. A, this has been quite the quick story of your healing. It's amazing. I know. It's worth it. Well, telling. it is amazing. I know. Especially I know. the horror this stories. This is a classic Daryl and Ed guest segment. So. <laughs> Where we forget about our guest. Yeah. A one-man show. I got bit by a bug. Daryl. Daryl at a one-man black box well, there theater. there some success coaches that would make a whole industry out of their bug bite. I know. Nancy Norman, what are you thinking? What, what's going on over there in Florida? Well, I, I heard that story. And, um, you know, the whole thing is to getting when, – when our imaginations, which I think – Daryl has a very active imagination. Yeah. Uh, when when our imaginations can carry it into into Never Never Land. <laughs> yes. uh, I I was I am you know I call it awfulizing. I thank I, you. I can awfulize and and go down that path of oh my god maybe this is it maybe you know I better I hope my will's in order. Yes. And I hope- <laughs> All right. I'm like Nancy. <laughs> Our wonderful, our wonderful imagination. But the trick is yes. that we got to catch it. We yes. got to catch it before it gets on that path, because it's it's then it's like a uh, downward spiral. Yeah. And what we want is an upward spiral. Yes. Wow. I I was telling Daryl that I came across uh, Emma Curtis Hopkins uh, thought the other day that just touched my heart, and it is exactly what we're talking about. She said. Because remember, we have to we have to rise above that negative, yes. self defeating, destructive thinking. Yes. Yeah. And so this, is, this is what Emma said. She said, "I rise out of the reach. I rise out of the reach of the things that frighten me." 
Oh. Is that powerful? Yes. I love that one. That one. I rise out of the reach of the oh, things man. that threaten me. Yes. That's the trick. That what, is the trick. What book is that from? Well, um, 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 uh, uh, scientific mental practices. Ooh, wow. What a great title. Yeah. Well, that, well, oh, this is, I, I will tell you, that's a fabulous book. And that, yeah, those are actually the classes where Emma Curtis trained over 5,000, possibly 10,000 people to go out and teach these, um, these truth principles. And it's the, it's these, these lessons, there's 12 lessons, six for ourselves, for the inner, right. inner being. And then six for the the if if you have uh, a um, a client or a person that comes to you wow. with <laughs> an active imagination, yeah, yeah. Uh, or or that they're experiencing some something in their lives that that they want to they want to turn around. The last six chapters tells you how to do that, but it is it's all laid out there, and yes. it's exactly it. Catherine Ponder. All the all the new thought teachers have learned from Emma Curtis Hopkins. So I have so enjoyed looking into her work and going to the going to the basic roots yes. of our teachings. And and it all begins within. Yes. It, it's all here. Can you uh tell us uh when just a basic of who was Emma Curtis Hopkins? Okay, Emma Curtis Hopkins was a woman that that lived in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and um, she was she's called the teacher of teachers. Uh, Charles and Myrtle Fillmore studied under her. Um, um, uh, Ernest Holmes was her last of uh, science of mind was her last student. Whoa was her last student and he he saw her not for a long period of time uh, because he had already been working with these principles and um um they say that that Florence Scovel Shen studied with her um Emily Cady studied with her these were all students of Emma Curtis Hopkins Whoa. and everything really is laid out in that book it's not a, it's it's not an easy book um, but it's, I'm, I'm still on chapter one. I mean, I've, I've looked at the whole thing, but chapter one, uh, it's, 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 it's wonderful. Um, there's, there's all kinds of, of, um, good stuff that you can come across. And, and she, do you know what she said? She said to her students, unless people, realize these principles and put them into practice, then we are going to be living in a world of lack and limitation for the next thousand years. Isn't that interesting? And all those years, and that, I believe that's true. We've got to get, we've got to get, we've got to get out of that feeling of lack and limitation. Her whole idea was based on there's good for you. And you ought to have it. Yes. That's that's chapter one. You've got to know there's good for you. God did not create you, create you to be limited or lacking in any way. But there's a trick here. And that is 
you say to yourself, and and I I, I am studying with a um, minister that that teaches stuff from Emma to um, to ministers, and the trick is is if you got you got to do it. So yes. the trick is you say to yourself, "There's good for me, and I ought to have it." And you say it out loud, and you say it with 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 conviction and confidence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then the next thing is what is my good what good do i desire how many of us know that yeah right. how many of us can state that so you state what your good is and then you write it down yes oh my you god you write it down and you work with that one thing knowing that that it's already here yes. Yes. in fact the, the daily the daily word today is so perfect because it's it's like in, do you want me to read the daily word? Yeah, that'd be yes. wonderful. Okay. Um, this daily word comes from July 29th, 1933. Yes. It says, I abide in the consciousness that time does not limit me. I know that the blessings of God come to me here and now. There are those who think that they are limited by time. They believe that they need to wait until some future day for for their good. They give a great deal of thought to developing processes, thinking that their good must pass through several stages of development before it can appear. The student of truth gives little consideration to time. He gives his whole attention to thought. He knows that through right thinking, His good is brought into manifestation and visibility. Mm. He realizes that in spirit, there is no time and there is no delay. Do not think of yourself as growing in grace, but give some thought to the truth that right now you are what you want to be. Mm -hmm. The student of truth must come to the realization that right now, He is what he has hoped to become. He needs to affirm God is and I am. Right now, I am that which I have sought to be. Mm -hmm. His demonstration of health and plenty must be considered as made now and not as a slow process of being made. I love that. And and that's exactly what you did for... um, for Daryl, your real prayer partners, because Daryl was going through our very, I mean, we all do it, our very human part of, oh my God, what's what's going on now? What's Our imaginations go wild. And, and you went right to the truth and said, you're healed. Jesus Christ heals. And that's, you know, my little dog is a perfect example. Um, she's, she's, um, uh, she's had some health challenges. She's older and she's had some health challenges. And, and there's a little thing that happens. She kind of like gets a little stiff and coughs and scares mm. me. Right. And I was freaking out at first, like, Oh my God, what I just exactly what Daryl did. I mean, we all do this. It's yeah. human. And, and then I realized, Hey, wait a minute, Nancy, what are you doing here? You're saying that, you're, you need to lift your vision here. Yes. So now when she does that, I go over to her. I put my hand on her head. Yes. And I say, okay, lovey, 
Jesus Christ is healing you now. The miracle working power of Jesus Christ is healing you now. And then I walk away. Yeah. Now she was not, she, she just becomes kind of paralyzed yes. and she doesn't get up. I, 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 you know, there's a part of you who wants to pick her up and rush her to the vet. Um, but I learned, I just go over Jesus, the miracle working power of Jesus Christ is healing you now. And, and then I say, remember, lovey, Jesus Christ is healing you now. And I walk away and within minutes, yes. that dog up and walking around. Yes. So, you know, that whole thing, I rise out of the reach. I rise out of the reach of the things that frighten me. Uh, that's what we need to do. And this this wonderful daily word yeah. speaks directly to it. We don't have to wait for our good. No. Or our healing. There's good for you and there's good for me. And we ought to have it. We ought to have it now. Yeah. In fact, that I love the the you know, the Bible verse. It is a father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Yes. Right. It's already here. We're living in it. Yeah. Right. We're living in it. So I like to say, okay, it's a father's good pleasure to give me the kingdom. And it is my good pleasure to accept it. Yeah. Yes. That's right. We have to claim it and act as if 100%. we are living in it. Yeah. Well, it really is obvious that whenever we're not accepting it, if we really, I know for myself, if I really look at what's underneath that, like when I'm thinking these fearful things, fearful thoughts is I'm going, no, no. It's almost like, come on, like, you know, when you have a well-intentioned grandma or something, come on, come on, it's all going to be, you know, let's go, I'll get you candy when we get there. But now, no, no. That's all it really is. And another thing is, I am glad I read this this morning, because this actually helped me with believing that this could be taken care of when I saw that blue line. Because... Well, I was thinking about, wait a minute, before 1942, people lived fine without antibiotics. Right. They believed they were going to heal. They didn't make a big deal. They they couldn't afford to make a big deal. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to die of infection. They had to just go, okay, let's keep moving forward. And but I remember the line here that said, I don't have I don't have to go through a process to get from where I am now to this being safe and sound and not a worry, not a concern. Because had I still thought, that thought came to my mind. I know where I was in the bathroom when it came to me, along with that other thought. And then, you know, I'm just going to turn this thing over and believe like they believed back in the 30s, anytime before 1942. And and then it was, I couldn't believe it. I almost wanted to go, wait, and nope. Like, yeah, as soon as they right. start, like, this is too good to be true. Nothing is yeah. too good to be true, folks. Right. Do you know, and Daryl, that is that was such a powerful understanding because it is said, I mean, th- that was that was God speaking to you, definitely, to have that thought. It is said that if even one person in the whole world is healed from some... yeah. Uh, you know, something that nobody knows anything about. If you know, one person has been healed, then that means you can too. Yes. And you went right to that idea. Yeah. Before antibiotics, what people use, they use their faith. Right. Yeah. That's the one thing I could give attribute to my father and his brash and, and sarcastic way. Right. Because yeah. he had a knack, although he wasn't like a God guy, 
he had a knack of getting me and my brother trying to help us out by saying things like that. Like, come on. People before this said, you know, he would say something like that. He say, I used to be terrified of flying as a young boy. Terrified. My father said one thing, and after the age of 10, up until this day, I am not afraid at all. I said, Dad, because he flew to California on a business trip. I said, Dad, weren't you afraid of flying? The plane crashing? Because in the 70s, they were getting hijacked. They were crashing, you know. Right, like, on the news. It was like a plane was the most unsafest way to go anywhere. You know, that's right. what it seemed like. Right. And he goes, all these, I said, weren't you afraid of crashing? And then my father goes, Daryl, come on. The pilots don't want to crash either. <laughs> and I there went, you go. holy cow. I go, the pilots are going to be doing everything they can to keep from crashing. And it was teaching me trust in the divinity in others through my father's Yeah, it's like the captain's on the bridge, man. Yeah, without him realizing it, I get the chills because that transformed my life even when I was out in the Bering Sea. I wasn't that concerned because I'm thinking, wait a minute, the captain does not want his ship to go down either. It's these little things. So I got to attribute that to my father. Probably put that in my head this morning along with God. A hundred percent. God was probably going, fuzz, help me out here. This kid's yeah. not. He's not believing. Don't worry. Let me handle this. Hey, knucklehead. <laughs> Before 1942, there was no antibiotics. Come on. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right, Dad. I love that. But that was a divine idea. Yeah. That, yeah. that you were open to receive it, though, Daryl. Not, You know, sometimes we're not open to receive those little nudges. That's yeah. a God nudge. Yeah. You know, that um, yeah. your dad style truth I was telling you about this earlier came to me this week when I had a student, the same student who I actually complimented him to his mother. He's He hasn't been in school for two years. He's very immature. Uh, and um, just some things going on and just because of who he is and why he, I'm working with him. It adds to that. So he's doing that. I can't believe you're, I'm, now it all makes sense because he his thing is, no, no, I'm leaving class now. No. And he does that very thing that you're talking about, right? That's what he does. So he was just on the no, no, no. And I've been loving. I've been really patient with him and, you know, combo of patient and firm. But this day, God, like, came through me and he – was no no and then he went over to this little toy little area where you can earn things in my classroom and the lightning came through me and i just said so and so you are not going in there we are not chasing you around anymore i said i am mad because i know you can do better you know and like this it was so clear and i made it clear to him i'm not mad at you as a person or I'm just mad because I know you can do better and like well, I want choosing, you to cuz yeah. you're choosing not to do what I we all know you're cap- you're much better than this. Yeah, exactly. And I could tell that you're acting yes. this way cuz you're just afraid and you're running from your responsibility. Like I didn't say all of that, but it all came, came through. through. Yeah. The whole room just went silent and he got up, he did his work. Everyone else at the group did their work. I said, "Great job today. See you guys next, you know, whatever." And then I told you the next day he talked to me, said, remember when you got mad at me? And I said, I do. And I said, you remember what I told you about why I was getting mad at me? He's like, I do. And he did his work with me. And I said, look, I don't want to get mad. I said, sometimes my brain, I'm trying to do so much and I can't like I, I was very open about it. And I said, that's why we're working together. You're helping me. I'm becoming better. You're becoming better. And but that lightning like your dad, it's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary for it to just cut through the niceties and give you yeah. something that you can use, some truth that you can use. Well, remember what the origin of the word nice 
Yeah, weird. it was like playing dumb, yeah. ignorant. It's being choosing. It wasn't a. It's not, it wasn't a positive word no. when it started out. Because uh, we're holding see, back. That, that is what that that's what God is always giving us these divine ideas on on how to handle situations. There was a perfect way of handling that yes. situation. Yeah, and it helped blessed him, and it helped. Uh, blessed you and it the, trans- the whole class. It transformed everything. Yeah, my son, when he was the same age, but actually he was three, when he didn't want to go to preschool, what I'd do, he'd be doing, no, no, no. I would, and yeah. I, I knew he loved it. And I go, ah, yeah. we're just going to go in there and talk to your teacher. I need to tell her something. And, you know, he'd kind of reluctantly go in. And as soon as he saw his friends, he'd run off yeah. and have fun. That's like us, right? God's going... Don't worry, Ed. We're just going to talk to your teacher for a minute. And then, oh, my God, I forgot. I love it here. here. And off we go into our good. I like what you said. It really is. Because it can be like this dramatic, highfalutin. Oh, I better talk to a counselor. I got to go through all this. But really, what you also made me think what Nancy was talking about. Like third dimension is I'm screwed. This is a very real situation. Fourth dimension is, oh, I can get through this. With time, it will get better. Fifth dimension is... I can choose right now to yes. already be the good, and by knowing it and claiming it and affirming it, it will rearrange the third right and fourth now. dimension on my behalf right, right now. now, right here, totally. and right now. I lo- I love that, and 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 that's our that's that's our assignment. Yes, that's, that's our, our assignment. Is to lift our lift our vision. Do you know? I I, I have a something that I came across that I love because people are talking about. Their finances, the 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 um, the their stocks and their investments, oh, yeah. and I came across something by um, by uh, Raymond Charles Barker, who was a religious science minister, yes, right. trained by Charles Fillmore. He was trained by Charles Fillmore, oh, wow, became a unity that. minister, and then and then um, and then went into um, the religious science. But he has this thing that I thought, oh, my God, this is for now. Money is a spiritual activity. It is good. It is wonderful. And we should love it. It is not filthy lucre. It is not sinful. It is not the devil's flame. It is God in action. Listen to this. The stock market. Where am I? The stock market is a financial barometer. Yeah. I do not condemn it. I do not criticize it, nor do I bless it. I use it as an orderly part of my business world. I do not worry about the value of dollars because whether values go up or down, I am convinced within myself that I am worth money and will always have it. Don't you love that? Yeah. Yeah. I will always have money because the law of prosperity is based on the perpetual circulation of God's ideas in infinite mind. And I thought, we we don't have to, we don't have to be concerned, but our, our, our human mind goes into exactly what Daryl experienced today. Our imagination goes wild and all that. No, I have got, I've got to lift my consciousness and raise i rise out of the reach of things that frighten me i am just going to know that that god is my if we know that god is my supply god is my source i always have everything i need it is the father's good pleasure to give me the kingdom and it is my good pleasure to receive it yes and if we could all lift our consciousness to that 
to yeah. that level, I'll tell you what, we wouldn't have a thing to worry about. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You are, this show is really helping me to see why affirmative prayer works is yeah. that once we rise into consciousness and see the truth and know the truth, we're just affirming what is already true and allowing it to come into our experience by affirming and seeing it and knowing it within ourselves. This is not, like they say, affirming is just affirming what is firming up what's already real in this vibrational yeah. field, this vibrational divine reality. And so it's not at all speculative or it's faith in, it's faith in something real that we visit through meditation and prayer and inspired reading and, and things like this. Yeah, and also to the thing with the stock market, for years and years and years, economists have admitted into this day that the stock market is always a reflection of the country's confidence in yeah. its pre- in its condition in its yeah. current state. Mm-hmm. And confidence means it's faith in what's going on. Yes. And when the faith, the consciousness of the nation goes up, funniest thing, folks, so does the stock market. So it really is a barometer of our consciousness. Even Yes. And as long as I maintain my consciousness, I'm contributing to the solution. But when I start going, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, this is bad. Now I'm contributing to the problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Joe, I even heard Joe Biden in an interview say this the other day that right now things are getting so good, but people are still in such a negative place from where the mind of the country was over the last couple of years with the COVID and all that stuff. But he's like, it'll take them time to come around to seeing how good to shake off that mental state. It's amazing. Everywhere you listen, I don't care who you are and what you believe, but when you actually tune in to people who are kind of like higher up there, you'll find that they're practicing these metaphysical principles. That's why I don't take advice from the monkey in the middle, which is a lot of what news and everything. It's like just people spinning things. Go to the original source, whoever it is, and you'll find out that these truths are even working there. It's amazing. And our song for the end of the show reflects that. I know. Nancy Norman, where can people find you online? Oh, um, um, Unity Joy of Life and... um, uh, yeah, Unity Joy of Life Ministries, and I have uh, the Weekly Word, which is sent out on on a, a weekly basis, and the Weekly Wisdom, which is sent out on a on a weekly basis, right. and also I have Infinite Prosperity, where um, I, I teach truth principles, and at seven o'clock in the morning Eastern Time, and the same thing again at seven o'clock in the evening Eastern Standard Time. So wow, so. It's 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 wonderful. These these teachings are fabulous, and it's up to us to keep that higher level yeah. of uh, understanding. Yeah. And what day? So, what day are the um, those courses? That you um, well, the uh, the weekly wisdom and weekly word. I just if you right. sign up, I'll send it out, or right. you can find it on YouTube. Um, the courses on um, infinite prosperity yeah. is on Thursday. On Thursday, Thursday morning, seven o'clock Eastern time, seven. Uh, in the evening, um, Eastern time. And the ministry and, is called a what again? Unity. Um, Unity Joy of Life. And Unity it's a Joy Zoom, of Life. It's a Zoom class, and all you do is go on my website, mm-hmm. Unity Joy of Life Ministries. Uh, scroll down until you find Infinite Prosperity, and there's a place you click, and it'll take you right to the right Wonderful. to the um, sure Zoom. Our listeners are yeah. going to yeah. love that. All right, we got a story from. Uh, 
the Unity Village Press. I thought this, yeah, this was in the archives. In the story. archives. I'm not <laughs> sure if this actually holds up accurately historically in terms of what we found out about Kathy being a minister first, but... Let's see. Yeah, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's what I always say. <laughs> so what we read, who knows? Nancy Norman's always been, well, this we know is true, always been known as a stylish and attractive minister in the movie. That's right? true. Yeah, anytime you mention her, ooh la la, you hear things like this. Ay ay ay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> in fact, every time the ministers got together for a retreat and hung out by the pool at Unity Village, you know that pool? Yeah, I hope keep they going. Bring that back at some Come on, point. get to this. Is getting good. I know. I just want to make sure everyone knows what we're talking There's about. There's a pool at Unity Village, Ed. Yes, it's beautiful. Everyone would sneak a peek and admire, admire Nancy's looks as well as her style. Everyone doesn't matter who they were, <laughs> okay. men and women. One day, her daughter Kathy came up and asked, "Mom, how do you know which bikini to wear to make you look so amazing?" Nancy smiled and replied, "Kathy, bikinis are like statistics." What they reveal is interesting, and what they hide is critical. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. I love that. How true that is. (laughs) (laughs) We got someone coming in. The original writer of this song, Jack Yellen from 1929. (laughs) Wow. 1929. Now, folks, just think about this. This guy wrote this song during... The Depression. Not after. During, folks. So he was probably affirming into new thought. Yeah, yes. Affirming is good before it happened. And what's that song, Ed? Jack, hit it. Happy days are here again. The skies above are clear again. Let us sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are here again. Visit DarylNet.com. Nancy Norman, we love you. To find links to everything we do. I love you. And thank you for being a Chobo part. Studios, Chobi, Indiana, Fawcett. A funniest thing with Daryl Love you all. Thank you. This guy, the happy days are here again. The skies above are clear again. Let us sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are here again. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Can you